Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey. Pop it, cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it, cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with Shanghai Chronicles, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, hey, twerk it, twerk it, twerk it, Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles, Shanghai Chronicles, Shanghai. Hey, good people, welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode 62, New Teeth, New Me. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. I hope everyone is ready for the wonderful work week. It is the 2nd of December, people. So I'm about to be 2019, so get those goals ready and prepared, okay? Uh, so let's start the show. Let's get into Damn America. So Damn America, Senator Camilla Harris could lose her Judiciary Committee seat. Um, for all of you who do not know who Senator Camilla Harris is, uh, she is a Democrat for California. Uh, she is the only black woman that is on the Judicial Committee. Okay, that's first of all. So this is very major that she does not lose this seat because she is the voice for all black women. Um, and this is all stemming from the 2018 midterm elections. So... It was reported that the Hill wanted to do like a shakeup or whatever because Republicans could gain the Senate seats. So, of course, people, if you ever watch any of the traditional committee, you know, hearings or anything like that, Miss Harris, she is very smart, ambitious. She gives all of her opinions and she gives it to the T with good detailed information. Um, she was the newest to the committee and she joined after, I think it was one of the senators, I think his name is Al Franken. He is a Democrat um, in Minnesota, I believe. And then he resigned. And then the Senator Doug Jones, who's a Democrat for Alabama, he helped boost the number of Democrats in the upper chamber. So because Ms. Harris was the last to join, that's why she can lose her spot because the number of Democrats on the committee could be reduced, of course. Um, she's spoken to um, a lot of people about her desire because she wants to stay on the committee, of course. And she also... Um, you know, just express her concern as her being there to represent the black women, the black, you know, people and things like that. Um, also, 
Schumer, I guess, also wants her to hold on to her seat because he wrote in a statement that she's a terrific member of the Senate um, Judiciary Committee and we're going to do everything we can to keep her. And I hope that they do because yet again, it feels good to have somebody up there who looks like you, who knows what, you know, us as black women are going through in America. So she is like our voice of reason, even if she is not the representation of my state she still represents me as a black woman so i love her up there yet again she is very smart very articulate she just knows everything and the thing about it is too she holds her own against a majority of those men up there because it's not a lot of women that are up there first of all on the committee and they try to talk over her they try to just you know belittle her but they don't get to do that too often because when they do she gets them right back together okay um so they're trying to fight for her seat um the two men i guess that will hash out all of the structure um of the committee is um I think the Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, he's a Republican for Kentucky. Um, so I guess he was discuss his committees for the next Congress. Um, and it wouldn't be, in my opinion, right to remove the only African-American woman from the committee. And like I told y'all, she is a skilled questionnaire. If you ever watched... Um, if you watch the, the hearing with Kavanaugh, she was on the money, on the money. I think she was the only person who had nice, direct, like her questions were just like, it was on point. Like my sister came ready and prepared, you hear me, came prepared. So not only is she the best person when it comes to the questionnaire? And not, you know, like she is just, she's just giving me life. You know, she gives me that, you know, women are here to run the world. I just love her. Like, I love her. So I hope that she can stay. Um, I do know one thing that if she does get removed, the backlash that they will receive will be out of this fucking world. It will be crazy. It will be beyond ridiculous i think a lot of people will come out fight for her be behind her protest will be crazy so it, it it will be some shit that will go down um she is one of the two of course i don't know if people know she's one of the two african americans on the committee so the other person is of course uh, of course cory booker who represents new jersey um she's she's one of the four female members because I told y'all there's majority of them are all men and get it like everything that she stands for lives for I live for I love her hell they even are trying to put her in the run to run for democrat uh presidential race in 2020 and I and I definitely wouldn't mind it but 
I, I will be very saddened if she, you know, is removed. And I, I've never, like, I've followed her a little bit just off of just the Kavanaugh case and things like that. And I started to get interested in the hearings and started to get interested in, like, the whole, like, midterm elections, things like that. Like, everything kind of just me just doing this segment, I had to really educate myself. And this lady she just left me in awe like everything like you know how everybody loves Angela Rye and she's just on the money too very intelligent gets the white folks together on CNN everything like Camilla Harris she gets them like all all the way together all the way together okay and she stands her ground against all of those men all of those men so I really love her I can I condone that she keeps her seat and that she's here to stay and that, you know, it's not a big ordeal around this whole thing because if it is, if it is, oh, you think, y'all think the stereotype of a black woman being mad and all that other stuff that y'all think we are? Hmm. 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 You ain't see a wrath until you see it from a black woman, okay? All right? So, I will think twice about all of that. But yet again, I know it's the politics of everything, but it will be very hurtful if she loses her seat. So, we just pray that she doesn't and she gets to keep it. So, we'll see. Um. Also with Damn America, so why do we love Mia Love? She is the U.S. Republican represent representation for Utah. So... <laughs> she, Miss Honey, yeah. So, you know, she had her speech. Um, she's a black lady, okay? Uh, she used her speech that she did to basically criticize not only President Trump, but also the Republican Party. So, on Monday... She is basically the first black Republican woman elected to Congress. Beautiful. I don't care about her party. I just care that she's the first black woman. That is what stuck out to me. I don't care that she's a Republican. Because yet again, we do have some black people that are Republicans. And there's nothing wrong with that. We just hope that they did their research as far as the party that they want to be a part of. So... She had some, the president had some negative remarks towards her. Um, then later, um, she praised the Democrats' ability to get people of color to the polls, which was beautiful because a lot of people of color, midterm elections, did come out and show up and a lot of people voted, which is very important. A lot of people, you know, seem to think that the presidential election is the most important part of this whole political thing. But people are starting to realize now that the midterms are what, you know, what matters. So, and basically Homegirl was like, look, the Republican Party failed to do that. You know, y'all didn't get the people of color out there because the people of color are the people who matter at this point and who, these are the two people that matter when it comes to the voting. The people of color and the women. Those two things matter because throughout everything with this presidential election, the women have been disrespected 
and people of color have been disrespected and with you know the racism the remarks and things like that so we are the two those are the two main groups that will really change everything women and people of color so she basically was basically saying like look y'all failed to do that republican party like y'all didn't do that y'all didn't use y'all resources y'all didn't think like that y'all just cared about who knows the fuck what so she praised of course the democratic party now is that unusual for republicans do some will say yes some will say no at this time a lot of republicans and democrats are together on some issues so I think that some of the other, you know, Democrats, of course, will back her up and be like, oh, homegirl knows what she's talking about. Um, so he came at her, Trump, you know, he wasn't invited to her campaign that she had in Utah. And he basically, you know, tweeted and went on about how she didn't show him no love and um, and she lost too bad and sorry about that and all that other stuff. So, you know, basically homegirl responded with some shade. Okay. See, one thing people are failed to realize, yes, she may be a Republican, but she's still a black woman. Okay. And black women know how to shade. Okay. To the fullest. They know how to check you. So she basically just said, look, this gave me a clear vision of his world as it is. You know, she was like, no real relationships, just convenient transactions. Okay, that is an insignificant way to implement sincere service and policy. Now, honey, if that wasn't a read. Okay, let's listen to this quote again. No real relationships, just convenient transactions. Okay, so when you bitches are posting photos and you looking for a quote, bitch, use this. No real relationships, just convenient transactions, okay? Okay? She also added that his actions shine a spotlight on the problem Washington politicians have with minorities and black Americans. If she don't speak on it, who will? Okay? Um... Yet again, like I told you, she praised the Democrats. She forgetting record numbers of unrepresented groups to vote, something Republicans did not do. And yet again, when I go back, and I may sound like I'm repeating myself, but I want y'all to listen. When y'all have y'all pods and listening, I want y'all to listen. The two main factors are women and people of color. Two main factors when it comes to this voting. Women and people of color, okay? Um... But this is not the first time, apparently, I've, you know, I saw her blast him before, like, earlier this year. You know, she basically said, like, his behavior was unacceptable from the leader of the nation. You know, referring to, like, he did, you know how he did that shit with, like, Haiti and El Salvador and other, like, uh, um, African um, nations when she, you know, he basically called them, like, shithole-ass countries. You know, basically running his fucking mouth and don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um... And I'm sure that it offended her because she is Haitian and she's the first Haitian American woman to be elected to Congress. So, you know, when she when she heard those words from him, of course, she was offended because you're talking about her country. Um, her parents came from the country, you know. So, I think the thing about it is Trump, he just, at this point... Everything that he does is for likes and entertainment. 
And at this point, all those states like West Virginia and all of them that thought they was he was gonna bring them fucking he was gonna be like the goddamn leprechaun on the fucking lucky charm box and just bring them a pot of gold he ain't bringing nothing to y'all but a pot of problems okay a pot of problems and now everybody is calling him out on his bullshit and me and love honey we love you let, let me get like monique and get real inspirational me and love honey my sister my african sister we love you honey we love you Thank you for bringing the shady clouds and coming over and just shading his ass real quick, okay? And getting him together real quick. Thank you, honey. Thank you. We appreciate you, okay? Um, so, but with her concession, though, the Democrats now have a net gain of 39 seats in the House. So that's pretty good. But, you know, we really want them to be um, on a part of that Judiciary Committee that's what we really need, you know, that we need the Senate. So this is this is dope. I love that black women are taking charge. I love that black women are standing up and not letting just any O and everything just say anything out the way to them. Um, so hopefully Camilla Harris can keep her seat. Um, we love you, Mia Love. Okay. We love you. And that was Damn America. So hopefully you guys, you know, keep up with these young ladies. Follow them. Let them, you know. Let them be inspirations in your lives if you ever need one or are looking for one. They can, I'm sure, definitely be that inspiration for you. Um, so let's get into our rising star. So our rising star here, people, I'm going to pull her up. Um, her name is Morgan Johnson. Uh, she's 29 years old and she is, she has a, she's a documentary filmmaker that's behind a series called Another Life. It's a series on Chicago's gun violence epidemic and she's the creator director of Tribe, which is a new site that produces and circulates original works and journalism and art by black Chicagoans. Uh, the Tribe is a media partner for upcoming documentary feature film, Unapologetic, and is producing a multimedia series with the Chicago reader called The Block Beat. So, shout out to Morgan Johnson. She's 29 years old. Of course, she is from Chicago. So, we love you, girl. Black women are doing it. Okay, black women rock. Thank you. So, shout out to her. So, good people. Let's get into into it so while we get into this good good twerk okay while we twerk it on up all right the twerk something segment is here and we're twerking and having a good time okay i hope everyone you know twerked and over the weekend you you know broke your back a little bit whatever you had to do you twerked it up um so A lot of people are having side chick woes, so y'all. I know a lot of people, like myself, you guys probably watched um, Love Is that comes on OWN. So it has been, you know, renewed for season two, so a lot of people are waiting for it. But the creator, Saloon Akil, he had a side chick for 10 years. 
And now this side chick is like suing him for like um, uh, sexual harassment. She's claiming that he stole a script from her. And um, the whole the whole script that he stole from her is basically the love is. And it was called something else. And she was going to debut it on ABC. So, basically, she described, basically, there was multiple encounters. Okay, let's take this back. First of all, he's been, they've been messing around, I guess, for a period of 10 years. So, 10 years, he's been messing around with this chick. Um, she described, like, multiple encounters of them, like, basically just, I guess, he was, like, very abusive towards her, like, things like that. So, that whole thing caused a lot of tension with people because a lot of people were just like, okay, hold up. This man created this show. Everybody loves a bitch like me. Fell in love with it, okay? A bitch was believing in relationships, okay? This show had me thinking like, oh, shit, there is love out there. You know, a bitch just ain't finding yet. But apparently, okay, apparently, this shit might be a fraud, okay? This nigga might be a fraud. Now, first of all, he got a side chick of 10 years. Okay, 10 years. Um, she's suing him. She's suing him. She said, like I said, sexually abused her for at least a decade. Okay, and stole her script. All right. Um, she went on to talk about multiple encounters. You know, she went talked about it in a court document. Talk about how they was at a bowling alley and he slapped her and slapped her in the face and forced her to get on her knees to perform oral sex on him then proceeded nasty motherfucker to urinate in her mouth now here this nigga is giving us a love story that is out of this world okay everybody's head over heels for this show this show but you know we just hope that this shit doesn't affect you know our season two but it's just like, okay, who do we believe in this situation? Do we believe her or do we believe, you know, this creator of this beautiful love story with him and his wife? Like, this shit is crazy. Um, she also complained. She, like, she's saying, like, a lot of stuff. He forced her three fingers into her anus while he lectured her while they were at his Martha's Vineyard home. He also threatened to burn her with hot grease. Oh, this nigga was crazy. If she ever got married or cheated on him. Oh, so nigga, you got the nerve to be threatening her and she was your shy chick. Nigga, she can move on. Fuck you mean. Um. Then she said she feared for her life and only came back because he allegedly dangled work opportunities in her face. And this script that she wrote in 2015... Was for the show, Love Is. But, the of course, the Love Is is supposed to be based off of a book between him and his wife in the 90s. And the couple has been married, him and his wife, since 1999. So, 
But you know, we don't we don't see no side chick. So I wonder is the side chick. I wonder is the side chick the first girl that he messes with that he's living on the couch with? Huh. Hmm, who knows? But okay. They said the show was originally her story. She gave it to him under the agreement that they would shop it around together. And he she's saying that he went behind his back, shop it around to uh, shop it around and own picked it up. So now I think Oprah is involved in this shit. Um and her lawyer was like, you know, it's a lot of sim- similarities because her show was going to be something like love and perseverity or something like that in the east village and that was going to be the name of her show so she's suing for emotional distress attorney fees pensive of damages they haven't disclosed how much she's asking for but he hasn't responded um the court documents are out so they are there but Bitches, this may affect what I love is season two now, okay? This shit, this shit ain't now, this shit was, a lot of people were saying, you know, this shit ain't, this shit is flaky, this is, you know, not what it is for real, but apparently, you know, behind the scenes, you, you never know what people be into, so, I'm, I'm just appalled. You know, because my thing is like, you know, your motherfucking ass had a bitch believing that love was out there. My true love was at the McDonald's or around the corner. My true love was probably at the Dunkin' Donuts. You know, you had me thinking that the bitch was going to run in a nice, you know, going to find me a nice Okay. All right. And here you are beating bitches and urinating just being a nasty nigga. So, you know, I can't even, I don't even know what to say. A bitch is hurt. I'm absolutely hurt. A bitch is hurt. My feelings are hurt. Okay, hurt. But you know, we'll see. Life goes on. Life will go on. Um, Speaking of life going on, so y'all know K. Michelle, she had her butt plants removed and the bitch thinks she is, you know, saved from God, you know, because she almost died, y'all. So apparently another lady, um, she is going through the same thing that K. Michelle was going through. And a lot of people was like, yo, K, why can't you help this girl? Da, da, da. She started like a GoFundMe. And K. Michelle was like, look, I ain't helping that bitch. She's a scammer. All right. Ain't thought, ain't helping her. Yada, yada, yada. Now, damn, K. All right. We ain't do that to you when you was walking around with IVs in your arm trying to beat up Lyrica. We supported you. Now, here this little stranger girl is. She's just trying to get the toxic waste out of her ass. And you can't even support the sister? What happened to girl power? But, hey. So, K. Michelle says she's not helping her, y'all. So, stop asking, okay? Because K. said no, all right? She said hell no, okay? Hell no, she's not helping the girl. Um, so... Speaking of K. Michelle, so... Erica Minna... Uh, and uh, Safari are actually a couple and they were shown with matching furs at a basketball game. Um, 
Some are saying that this is not for a storyline. This is true love. You know, Erica Mena is crazy. But this may work, y'all, because Erica Mena is a Scorpio and he's a Cancer. And if anybody is into astrology, these two signs fucking match and they get along with each other. So this may be true love. Um... But a lot of people think this is fake. This is not fake, y'all. This is true love. They got matching furs. Look at this. They are just stay in love. They in love. They tweeted about being in love. So they are in love, okay? Is this for a storyline? Hell yeah. Uh, Mona definitely set this up. This bitch is already talking about she trying to have a baby by next year, okay? She's moving quick. She's saying that. Some one of her friends, Jessica White, was like, she's going to help her with a baby shower. Okay, no. This is moving a little bit too fast. Um, But, yeah, this is definitely for a storyline because this is just out of the blue. Like, this is not like Sin and Joe, Joe Button type love. Like, this is Joe. This is fucking Safari and Erica Mena, the two craziest people, okay, that is ever in Loving hip hop history, okay. Erica Mena was on seasons, kicking baby daddies in the necks. Safari was on every different. He done traveled from L.A. to New York. Only one we ain't seen him on yet is Atlanta and Miami. So I, I don't believe it. I, I will believe it when I see it. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I really don't know. But. We shall see. I mean, I think they're probably going to appear on the new season because, you know, Sin used to date Erica Mena and they are really cool and Safari is really cool with Joe Button. So maybe Sin and Joe Button has something to do with this. Maybe they put them together. I do not know, but we would never know. We would never know, but this is true love. But I tell you one damn thing. They really know how to get a check because one thing I will tell you, these two motherfuckers are entertaining, okay? They're very entertaining. And she's like, she can't wait for babies and all this other stuff. And he talking about he found his true love, which is a dig at Nikki. So they're in love, okay? So there's nothing that we can do about it. They're in love with each other. Um, So the reason why this episode is called New Teeth, New Me, because Love and Hip Hop New York premiered and... Joel Santana, poor baby. His new veneers are horrible. Horrible, okay? Poor thing. They just got his mouth looking all crazy. It's all like to the side. Like he got something going on. It's like he couldn't get no better veneers. He living at home with his mama because he on parole. Kimbella's showing up at the park half naked. It's a lot that went down on this season. Joe Button is not trying to give him no dick, not even no silent dick, okay? Sin is trying to give it all up, all right? She's trying to get all of it from him, and he's not even phasing. He's in, like, this old man stage, and he just want to go home to his new baby and enjoy himself, and she's like, no, nigga, give me some dick. And then you got Mayno. I'm going to love him this season. He is giving me like, I, I'm just loving this new, this growing up. I'm, I'm sorry, wrong show. Loving Hip Hop New York. There's so many fucking shows. Loving Hip Hop New York. Mona really did her thing by bringing all the OGs back. Now, it would have been very interesting if she would have brought Chrissy back. Because Chrissy probably would have fucked Kimbella up again. But 
I'm liking this season. I'm liking that it's not any, you know, younger people want to be artists. These are people that we know and we haven't heard from them in a long time, but we see their lives on Instagram and now we get to really like see it. So you did a good job with this, Mona. Very good job. But Jill Wells, Jill Wells, you just need to go back to that doctor with them fucking veneers. But guess what? New teeth, new him. Okay. And his teeth is probably going to take him... uh, I don't know where it's going to take him. It's probably going to take him to Rikers or wherever the fuck he's going to go for maybe two to five years and then come back and probably marry Kim Bella. But um, them teeth, baby, those teeth, baby, they were sickening to look at. It just hurt me. Like, it was terrible. But, you know, he loved him. He, you know, he... I guess he tried to smile. I don't know what he tried to do, but it, it was it was quite a mess. It was quite a mess. Um, Black China, you know, she had a lawsuit against the Kardashians, and they tried to throw it out because basically the lawsuit was just saying like, okay, they try to you know ask her show Robin China season two whatever the case may be like bitch I think the real reason why they try to ask the show is because they didn't want Rob up there looking stupid okay he's crying miserable over you and you was out here fucking other niggas ain't thought so yes they try to ask your shit do we care no okay the Kardashians are gonna get sued by you yippee but bitch you had one job one job only you were supposed to stay with that man and act like you was in love but you didn't want to do that you wanted to be out here with fucking 14 year olds who has a baby apparently and you wanted to be doing that then you left the 14 year old and now you I don't even know what the fuck you're doing you in Nigeria selling bleach cream or whatever the fuck you're doing and your mother is on the live looking crazy as usual but you know you just had one job and you couldn't complete it so now I guess you had to go the other route and sue them for that little Rob in China season two nobody was going to watch that shit Okay, it wasn't a marriage with marriage going on. You wasn't planning a wedding. So what the fuck was we going to be looking at? I, I don't even know. So they did right by canceling that shit. And speaking of canceling. So today, you know, a bitch got up. I went to bed early. You know, I followed on Instagram that, you know, the Global Citizen Festival in South Africa. We got Beyonce and Jay-Z, you know. The show starts at 7 30 a bitch you know 7 a.m a bitch was thinking jay-z and beyonce was coming on at 7 30 because i was illiterate and so excited and read the fucking post wrong so a bitch is up at 7 30 drinking coffee looking at this show the show was beautiful all the artists that came out the sound was fucked up Okay, Usher sound was messed up. Um, a lot of the Nigerian performer sounds was messed up. Everybody's sound was messed up. But until they got to like Pharrell, they fixed the sound. Pharrell did real good. He brought it back. He did a lot of his old hits. He did real good. Chris Martin wanted to be a part of everything. Everybody's performance, okay? Um, after him, you know, then it was Ed Sheeran. He did amazing he was great then they had the guy named I guess Casper like South Africa they loved him you know he had the crowd hype whatever then it's more speakers more speakers more speakers Oprah comes they even fucked up Oprah's mic I'm thinking Oprah's going to introduce Beyonce but she introduces another speaker so finally Beyonce comes 
And when she comes, there are some technical difficulties because they like played us like we can hear her coming, but it was like a lag. So after the lag is over, Beyonce and Jay are there. Yes, they're doing on the run tour too. Who gives a fuck? But it was about the outfits. It was about the outfits, okay? And this bitch, she gave us life with the outfits. It was perfect. They did, you know, I know you want to run. You know, they gave us all of that. As long as I'm next, they gave us all of that. Jay was looking in her eyes. You know, the affection was there. You know, he forgot his words, but his bitch picked them up. You know, and she knew the words and helped him out. And he got back on it. Then my bitch comes out with this black on, these wings, looking good, doing ape shit, fucking it up. And then, and then, the live stream on YouTube is over. It's over. It canceled out. We don't know what happened. They giving us back the show again from the beginning. Okay, so they done cut the whole fucking show from us. I don't know who was behind that, okay? I know Parkwood was there because they were like announcers with Tyler Perry, okay? Why the fuck would y'all do that to us? Y'all know that the Americans were trying to watch that, okay? Some of the Americans didn't get to go to the show. And then some of the things that you guys did, we didn't even get in our show. Um, so at this point, a bitch is looking on people's lives, looking at it. I'm desperate at this point. I'm looking on the people's lives. I'm looking on Twitter for something. You know, Pharrell, they bought Pharrell out for nice. He forgot his words. So Beyonce had to help him out again. Beyonce, you know, helping all the men out. And, you know, it was just a disrespect. It was just a disrespect. And I don't know if I need to cuss out Beyonce or do I need to cuss out whoever is behind the Global Citizens Festival live streaming because that hurt my heart. It really did. A bitch heart was broke. You know how, you know, you... You know, you find out that your nigga been cheating and, you know, you catch him and all of that. And, you know, first you, you know, you got a lot of rage and you fighting, but then your heart is so broke. That's how a bitch felt. A bitch heart was broken. I was broken. I was like a broken hearted girl because they turned the shit off. Turn it off. But then I look. And the bitch is back on my screen. Beyonce's back on my screen. She's in this cute pink, looking good. She gave us XO. Then she did a duet with Ed Sheeran. And then she gave us Halo with the cute kid choir. And then the credits are rolling up on the screen. It's officially over. They gave me 25 minutes and probably... Five songs. I, I guess they. I guess that's what they thought. Oh, that's all I needed. Like they probably like, oh, bitch, you went to the concert. Yes, I did go to the concert. But the energy and the outfits that she gave in South Africa, a bitch wanted that. I wanted that on my big screen, on my HD. Okay, because I can feel like you know any twist she did, I could feel it coming at me. 
But y'all just made me feel like a really broken hearted girl. A bitch was broken. A bitch was broken. And they should be ashamed of themselves, okay? I don't know who to blame yet because none of my sources came out, okay? Who's the fuck to blame? All I know is that it's pictures of these nice-ass outfits she had, banging-ass hair, okay? That's all we got. We don't know who to blame, okay? All right? But, you know, she ain't even promote this shit, so was Parkwood to blame for this shit? Like, why wouldn't y'all take over the stream, okay? Like, so we're just so confused, okay? We're, we're confused. So we didn't get to see the show. We only get to see snippets. And I don't even think that you can even go back and look at the show. But a bitch was broken. A bitch was broken. And I've, and I've never, never, bitch ain't never been broken before, okay? And a bitch was broke. I was broke. I'm not even talking about, you know, broke in my pocket while I got a dollar to my name. A bitch was broke. I was broke. Okay, I was at my lowest point for about two hours. I was low. I was low. And, you know, a bitch been up since 7.30, so I'm, you know, sleep deprived. And I was broken. I don't woke my friends up, okay? They normally don't get up at the crack of dawn. Bitches is mad at me, but I had them focused and productive, okay? They, didn't, they got a lot of shit done, but Beyonce, Beyonce, I think that you portrayed it. The American people, bitch, okay? The American people are pissed, okay? We wanted to be in the motherland with you, bitch. We're pissed, pissed. So we're just all the way confused. All the way confused with that. So we'll just let that marinate. But a bitch, a bitch, a bitch, a bitch was broken. I was a broken hearted girl. Bitch was broke. I was broke. But hey, hey. Well, one person that will not be broke is Tyrese. So Tyrese is for the win because the judge rules in his favor. Judge is like, bitch, listen. All right. He ain't going to be paying you, okay, to live your best life. All right. You're going to have to take some responsibilities for this child care and all this other care. See, this bitch thought that she had it smooth, but no, no, no. The judge ruled in his favor and she's going to have to get herself together. She's going to have to do routines, help out a little bit. Okay. Be a mother. Don't live the, you know, live your best life. He's not paying for you to live your best life, but you know, that's what a lot of bitches want to do. Um, Missy Elliott gets acknowledged. That's good. Little Mo wants you to sing, Queen Naja. Not just sing. She wants you to sing, okay? So if you didn't see the BET Awards, it was a soul cipher. It was Rich the Kid or something like that or something kid. I probably got shit fucked up. Luke James, Queen Naja, and Kelly Price. So Kelly Price blew it down, of course. Queen Naja. Oh! We got some news. So, apparently, let's go back to the Citizens performance. So, multi-choice in the SABC heavy view that it will only be broadcast in 25 minutes. Of course, we knew that. We knew why it was. So, multi-choice has the responsibility to film and produce the event and to provide the live broadcast to the South African public broadcaster as well as other international broadcast partners. Okay. All right, okay, all right, but, okay, men production staff died on Saturday night, 
Members of the production staff died on Saturday night following an incident during preparation for the event. Oh, well, maybe that's why somebody died. But only 25 minutes of Beyonce because the full performance of Beyonce and Jay-Z Oh, is exclusive to those who have earned their tickets to be inside the stadium on that day. Oh, so basically, we ain't buy shit, so that's why we can't see it. Oh, but they gave us all the other shit. We didn't buy to see them either. Mm. Yet again, I'm broken. I'm broken. I'm a broken-hearted girl. I'm broke. But bitch is broken. A broken-hearted girl. So you try to tell me, okay, so when they do it in the States and New York, they live streaming and we ain't fucking pay for no tickets. Oh, so when y'all get to South Africa, get over to the motherland, it gets exclusive. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Gets exclusive. Um, Back to Little So Little Mo, apparently, y'all, she wants Queen Naja to sing and Queen Naja and give her all, okay, in the performance. And I'm not going to front. I watched it. Queen Naja, she was basic. She she was basic. She did good. But when you up there with Kelly Price, but you got this, you got to sing. Like you do, you got to sing. Like you got to give it. She gave it, but she didn't give it, you know? So I understand, you know, what she was, you know, what she was coming in and how she did it. It was probably tacky as fuck, but Little Mo was tacky. So, what the hell? Um, so, that's, you know, sometimes what we expect about people. So, let's get into this new and approved Meek Mill. So, Meek's album came out, Championships, and it's fire. He got some good collabs on there. Jay-Z, Cardi B, LMI. He got future good people. Meek is new and improved. And I'm loving this new Meek. You know, previous episodes, I did clown his ass. You know, because me and Meek go way back from them dusty braids of him walking in the quad at Lincoln University. But he has grown. He has grown and he is speaking some real shit in this album and this album is one of the best albums and I do believe it's because one, he not on that shit no more and two, he's not with Onika, ain't no more Onika, okay, and I'm glad he ain't got rid of that Nicki Minaj, okay, because in my opinion, Nicki was bringing, bringing him, you know, bringing it down for him, bringing it down, so He's not with Nicki anymore. He's probably messing with some thoughts, and that's fine. And the thoughts is, you know, letting him express himself with the music. And this is this is old Meek. And I'm like an old Meek. This is like 2009, <clears throat> 2010 Meek. And I'm loving it. I don't know what's my favorite song off the album yet, but I do have some that I do bang. The one with Cardi is good. The intro is fire. Um, let me take that back. The intro is fire, but it's not one of his best intros. Um, with the shits is my thing. LMI. Now, you know, Meek is in with the Carters when he can sample a Beyonce song. No artist ever has sampled Beyonce. Um, and there's some other ones, but that, that's Meek. I like the album. It's a new and approved Meek. He looks good. He, you know, Got a lot to say, letting people know about, you know, prison reform. So I'm proud of you, Meek. Shout out to you. Good album. I think it's dope. Um, So we just keep going back in the past. Like, hashtag we don't care about this at all, but it just keeps coming up. 
And I felt like the past is the past and the future is the future. The present is present. And they just keep rolling back to this fucking sex tape with Kim Kardashian and Ray J. So apparently, you know, Kim in the episode said she was on ecstasy twice. One when she got married. One when she was on sex tape. Now shit is fucking video is circulating where like she's smoking from a penis pipe. And she thinks Ray J put it out there or somebody got a hold of and put it out there. Okay, people, at this fucking point, why do we care? Okay, we don't care. We know she made her name off of a sex tape. We know the family in this show existed off of the sex tape. Ray J has moved on, has a whole family. Kim has three kids with Kanye. She's trying to keep Kanye on his meds, trying to educate him with political shit that's going on in the world. So he's not getting up there acting, you know, crazy and mind, you know. So why the fuck do we care about this sex tape? This sex tape has been there, done that. It's like going back in time. This is not back to the future with Kim and Ray J. We don't care at all. So let them be great. Stop with the bringing up of different things that happened during that time. The sex tape was trash in the first place. Like it was trash. So like, why do we even care about this at all? But people keep bringing, you know, keep bringing it up. So Hopefully people will forget about it. I hope and I pray that they will. But, you know, we'll see. But, you know, all we can do is pray. And all we can do is just thank God that Joel Santana has some new teeth and a new me. Okay? New teeth and new me. And we just pray that they will give us the full version of the Carters in South Africa, okay? Because a bitch was broke. A bitch was broken, okay? I was broken. I was a broken-hearted girl. That bitch had colors, okay? Dancers, outfit, beautiful. So we're going to just pray for that, okay? And we're going to pray that Jewels don't get his veneers knocked out when he go to prison and everything just goes good for him, all right? And we're just going to pray that... We get to twerk it, okay, to the performances of the Carters in South Africa sometime this week. Maybe they'll give us the whole thing on fucking YouTube. Who the fuck knows, okay? But that is a twerk something segment. So hopefully, y'all, we'll get it. Hopefully, we'll get it, and I won't be that broken-hearted girl anymore, okay? I won't be that broken-hearted girl going into the work week, but we'll see. So let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do, EJ Johnson. It's look better than me in this sweater dress. So this nigga got a picture on Instagram. A bitch is pissed. Okay, I'm strolling. I'm strolling. And this nigga is looking better than me in a sweater dress. Okay, I had a sweater dress on the other day at work. Okay, and this nigga was looking like money. And I was just looking. Okay, you can't be looking better than me, nigga. All right? But EJ, you were serving. Had that fucking bronzer on. You was looking like money. But you was looking way better than me. Okay? Better than me. A bitch couldn't even post her picture. All right? Because you was looking better than me. And what you won't do, George Lewis, is ruin your Thanksgiving over your son's argument. So apparently the sons had an argument about Colin Kaepernick. And the father went and got his shotgun and accidentally shot one of the sons. So he done got locked up. So Turkey Day was messed up, okay? Ruined all because the sons want to argue about Colin Kaepernick. And that good thing they was arguing about something that matters in the world. But goddamn, Dad, did you have to go get your shotgun and shoot him? 
Okay, did you have to do that? Could you just not let them just fight? Fight it on out, get some black eyes, whatever. After they get some black eyes, sit down and eat. Okay, all right, that's what you won't do. Don't let it ruin your Thanksgiving. Don't let it ruin your mac and cheese and all of that. Okay, damn. And what y'all won't do is come into Kevin Hart and his wife for having a Cowboys and Indian themed birthday party. Okay, y'all. The fucking baby just turned one. Okay. Maybe that's what the baby's into. Indiana Jones. Maybe he liked the fucking Cowboys, the team. Why the fuck do we care what type of birthday party they had? Okay. Why? Why is that any of our concern? Why are we coming at him? Okay. We already done came at Kevin enough with his cheating and the way he cheated and he don't even know how to cheat right. And now we coming at them because how they want to plan their kid birthday party. Listen, let them do what they want. Okay. They not like some of y'all that got the ghetto ass Mickey Mouse fucking Wu-Tang in it and dropping like it's hot and breaking down the fucking break dance and doing the Soul Train line. Okay. They had a Cowboys and Indian theme party. All right. So let them have that. All right. That's what you won't do. That's what you won't do. You can't do that. All right, that's what you want to do. The man done been through enough already, okay? He already go through enough uh, through life anyway. He's short as shit, all right? He's short as shit. His wife is taller than him, so he goes through the problems. So we can't come at him for having that thing birthday party. Let him do it. Let him do it, okay? So what you want to do, EJ Johnson, is look better than me in a fucking sweater dress, bitch, okay? I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, all right? Because a bitch got another sweater dress, you understand? And what you want to do, George Lewis, is ruin your Thanksgiving because your sons want to have an argument about Colin Kaepernick, okay? Just let him argue. Let him dish it out, fight it out. Now you go to jail and all that other shit, okay? And what you want to do is come at Kevin Hart, Cause he wants to plan a cowboy Indian theme for his kid. Okay. All right. All right. It's because he ain't have the whole goddamn Disney world at the fucking party. Pop locking it and dropping it and Wu-Tanging it and fucking mixing it up. All right. Don't mean nothing. Okay. He wanted the cowboy Indian theme. Hell, the baby ain't going to remember it any damn way. Okay. Baby just there for the cake and whatever fuck else. He don't even know who the fuck was invited. I don't even think the baby got any friends. So what the hell does it matter? Okay. But listen, this is episode 62, New Teeth, New Me, all right? You guys can catch my episodes new time, guys, because it'd be so much going on that we have to move it to Sundays because it just be so much going on during the week, going into Saturday. So we move it to Sunday. Sunday is the new time, okay? You can catch it on Sundays. If you don't catch it on Sundays, you can catch it on Mondays for your Start Your Work Week, okay? Start Your Work Week with a little bit of laughter from Shanghai Chronicles, all right? You can follow me on Shanghai underscore Chronicles. My personal page is Shanghai 87. Also, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Check it out. 2019 is almost ending December 2nd. We're counting down. So in January, that means new me and new ventures coming for Shanghai Chronicles, okay? So you guys stay tuned. Make sure you look out for it. I love you guys. Have a good work week. And I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.